you can also just stay away from giving too much excuses as like the who, what, when, where, why, how kind of thing around the boundaries. Just stick to the OG statement. You don't have to explain yourself. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode. I have returned from Harry's house and I am a fully changed woman now. Like... (laughs) I am so jealous. Uh, very, so. very excited that you were able to go because I know how much you wanted to see him in concert. So yeah, tell, so the, I, tell the gals how that came about because it was very <laughs> spontaneous of you. Yeah. Oh, it, I So I didn't buy tickets. I was invited by his label because of my work. Uh, I had, you know, emailed, I had contacted his uh, representatives about, you know, wanting to go for work and being able to cover it for the company I work for and um, give, like, social media press and, like, a review of the concert kind of thing, and which is a very common thing um, when you work in the music industry. And uh, I had emailed them, like, before he even was in L.A. and didn't get a reply, and I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this now. Um, we were able to do it for the New York shows. Um, like my one of my coworkers was, but I wasn't sure that was going to happen for the LA shows. And, um, you know, one day I was kind of just like, I'm going to follow up with them. Like literally yesterday, um, Friday, the 11th, I was like, I'm just going to follow up and see if this is even like possible still. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to email them and touch base and see if I can circle back and bring it up again. Cause I know he had had to cancel a couple of LA shows and his team emailed me back like that same day and was like, Hey, we actually have like two tickets for tonight. Do you want them? And I'm like, cancel like all my plans. And I was like, of course. And I got two tickets and I invited, uh, Maddie Mayo from okay says podcast. Actually, she came with me and, um, yeah, I got to see Harry's office for free. I mean, I still had to work. I still had to like post on social media and stuff like that for my job. But um, I was unequivocally shaking, like when he came out. Like I was like, <laughs> I told her to Maddie, I was like, I'm gonna cry. Like I don't know, just because I was like, oh my, oh my god, he's a real person. Like all this whole time, he's just been this little boy on my screen, and I'm like, oh my god, he's real. Like he is a god, and um. Also, he has to have the biggest ego because the amount of, like, huge hairy posters are all over the forum. And, like, all these girls screaming over him, he has to have, like, the most massive ego. Oh, I'm sure. How do you not? How do you not when literally everyone loves you? Every girl is screaming over you. There was one girl there that had a poster. And (laughs) it said, uh... Like she was with her dad, and it said, "He's he's our dad, but you're our daddy." And <laughs> <laughs> the poor dad. Did he even know what it said? Yeah, that was the thing. Harry was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> like he, he was, was like, like, "Oh my god!" He was like, "This dad. This dad's probably poor like, dad. Oh, 
She's up there making a sign. How cute. She spent all day, all afternoon making the sign, folded it up, put it in the car, drove to the, drove to the venue, opened up, wham, bam. Wow. Here we are. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, it, he is such a great performer, too. Like, he really goes all out, and he... It sounds amazing live, too. Like, perfect. But his energy, I, I don't know how he keeps it up because he has such high energy throughout the show that I would be so exhausted if I was him. But it, it was really amazing. There was so many people dressed up. That was really cool to see as well, too. Um, all the costumes and everything. Uh, so, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm so excited that I got a chance to see him live. I'm so happy for you because I know you were like, we're going to go see Taylor. Like, it's fine. I don't need to see Harry, too. And then you texted me in all caps and called me. And I was like, oh, my God, you have to go. Like, you have to go immediately. <laughs> like, please go for me. Well, cause I we was had- like, there's no. I was like, I definitely can't make it there or I'd come with you. <laughs> you, like, called your mom. And, like, you were I was like, like, there's no way. And she's like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, with the time change and everything, I was like, no, there's no way. It's like a four-hour flight, five-hour flight, actually, you know, with everything. So I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. I will watch from afar, and I'm so glad you guys went. And I'm so glad you got to go with Maddie, too. That was fun. Yeah, she was blessed. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, those are the nights where I was like, God, I like my job. I like my job a lot um mm-hmm. for this yeah. exact purpose uh and so great that his team was so willing to do that thank you i know they're not listening i don't know why i'm like acting like columbia records is like listening to this thank you so much for um being so kind and willing yeah. so shout out to sony music shout out to columbia records um mm-hmm. y'all are great thanks a lot mm-hmm. i appreciate it yeah um but yeah, it was just really yeah. nice to just to be like, oh, my seats are free. Everybody else had to be like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I, no, it, that, that definitely is... went to my head. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally fine. Like, oh, I was invited by the label. <laughs> I was invited by his people, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Me and Harold were like this, you know, like besties for life. <laughs> Um, yeah. Meanwhile, you're out here living your best life and I'm having to move. (laughs) Yeah. Tell the gals what happened. You texted me in the fury the other day about this. I was boiling. I have not been that mad in a very long time. Um, so our apartment complex has been doing renovations as people have moved out and we've been here about two years and we were planning to resign our lease, um, just for convenience and we're here and it's fine and we like where we live, whatever. Um, and then we get this letter in our mailbox that says, Oh, actually your lease is expiring and you're not going to be able to, um, renew. Unfortunately, you're going to have to either transfer units to a renovated one or move out completely. So I was in full panic mode um, just because like we just got married. Like I've been so stressed out for like a year and I was so excited to just have like the holidays to just relax and we don't have to move like a lot of married, you know, a lot of people, they get married and they move into a house. And I was so happy that we didn't have to do that part too. And so it was just like me going to worst case scenario, worst case scenario. I was so mad. Um, and I was more mad because the letter had been in our mailbox for a week and like they put it in there 
I think it was like the week that we got back from our honeymoon. So I just like, there was a lot going on. I was trying to get back into the swing of things. I didn't check the mailbox. We don't get a ton of mail here. So, um, it wasn't on like my priority list. So I was freaking out because I was like, holy cow, this is not like, it's not just us. Like it's people, a lot of other people who are transferring. And I was like, there's not going to be any apartments like down this whole spiral. Um, because they didn't call us or email us, which would have just been nice to have like that more direct communication when you're like making us have to uproot our lives and move somewhere else. Um, but anyways, long story short, I went toward the unit that we're moving into. It's renovated. It's nicer. Um, it's a different layout. I'm now I'm excited about it. I like had my day of crying and then I was like, okay, it is what it is. Like we have to move. And I just accepted it. And now I'm like kind of excited. I'm stressed about the fact that I have like this week to pack up and we move on Saturday. Um, cause I'm like still working and I did just, it just, just all happened very quickly. So, um, yeah, you're at Harry's house and I'm moving out of mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just Harry, it's always, I'm home. Harry, I'm home. Um, it's just always a, it's always a fun time here. Like you never know what's going to happen in the gals' return. lives. Like, welcome, here we are. Here we welcome are. Welcome to your Saturn return. That's all mm-hmm. I have to say. Welcome yeah. to your Saturn there's return. Some, there's some exciting things hap- like in the works uh, for me personally this, this year and next year. But I was just like, you've got to be shitting me that I now have to move again. But it's fine. It's fine. We'll get nicer yeah. countertops and a bigger closet. I get a walk-in closet. So it's fine. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> We're trying to look at the positives the positives here. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Captivation. Harry. <laughs> oh, Harry's house is your captivation. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Like, okay. I know, I know you like all of his music. What was your favorite song that he performed live? Satellite. I have been wanting to hear, I've been wanting to see that one because he does a little stompy stomps. The little, yes. The little toe tippy tappies. And he's like really on beat with them. I really wanted to see that. I was hoping he was going to perform medicine. I did not get that lucky. There was only so much luck I was given yesterday. So I didn't get medicine. I'm very sad about that. It's fine. And then he closes the show out with Kiwi, which I also love that song too. Yeah, that's a good one. He opened with Daydream, which was great. Oh, nice. That's a good one to open with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you said his opener was good too, right? Yes. His opener was Ben Harper, who was like a little bit more like soulful kind of vibe to it. He was really good. Um, wasn't like hype music at all. Like it was more relaxing music, if anything. So it was just interesting that that was the opener. Um, yeah. For Harry. But regardless, still great. He worked on the song Boyfriends with Harry. Um, okay. So I think that's why. But um. But yeah, oh my god, his backup singers were phenomenal. Ben Harper's, not Harry's. Harry's didn't really Harry's were his band members. Um yeah. but yeah, he can that was just a great show. So Satellite was by far the song I wanted to hear the most. Mm. What about you? What's getting cap- me excited? Well, this is before Captivation. Like, this is getting me excited for Taylor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for battle. We're ready for Blondie. Week. It's coming. Um my captivation is actually a show Ooh. on Netflix. It's called The Midnight Club. Um, and it is um, just one season. I don't know if they're – they just released it. It's pretty new. Um, but it's about this group of kids. Kids. They're like 
adult, like young adult, like teenagers who, um, are diagnosed with cancer and they go to this hospice house. Um, and there's like some, you know, spooky things that happen and, um, they call themselves the midnight club. It's very, very good. Um, I was very intrigued by the storyline and all of the different events that occurred. So, um, it's, it's a horror show, but it, it's not, well, I will say it, it it does have some jump scares. Um, I, I even like (gasps) jumped a little, um, and I love horror, horror shows. Um, so I, I definitely recommend it if you're into that kind of thing. And it's kind of like, um, psychological twist in the sense of like, you don't really know what's happening. So you're trying to figure it out. Um, very good. I really liked it. Blaine and I watched it in like two days, which we never do. So it's about yeah, y'all I think never it was do 10, that. I think it was like 10 episodes. Um, but yeah, it was really good. So I don't really want to say anything else because it's going to spoil it. But um, yeah, that was my captivation this week. Cool. Awesome. I know. Aren't you proud of me? It's a show. I am so <laughs> proud. God, I never get to hear those from you. Wow. I know. I know. <laughs> it, but it was a good um, one. No, that's great. I mean, we have so many other captivations that we've talked about on the show. I think it's awesome that we're able to share things that we love. And we have next week coming up, like, our big holiday gift guide captivation episode. It's, like, where we're literally helping you guys, like, plan, like, what to get for Christmas for different types of people. It's, we always say the ultimate captivation list. So mm-hmm. come back. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys are subscribed. And, um... You know, we really have so many episodes where we talk about different captivations. We've done the holiday gift guide before, so you can always check out last year's. It's still probably relevant, still gifts that we would still give people. But we also have over 100 episodes for you to dig into like after this with a range of topics from love, dating, to your own self-love, healing, spirituality. If you are new, we welcome you to our community, to our troop of Gal Scouts, and we are all on this adventure together, so guiding you through it. Whether you can go to our Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod to check out more content from today's episode, as well as our personal handles at Emily Lease and at what is your new handle? Oh my God, Hannah Adams Miller. Wow, it's it's, I, it's harder to say. Um, not used to it yet, and I know it's still new. So, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, yeah, Hannah Adams Miller, and then uh, whether you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we hope you subscribe and be so kind to give us a dazzling review it really does help us out but today's episode we are going to be talking about social media and we're going to talk about gossip and boundaries but before we get into that we're going to do a couple ad reads and we'll get into today's episode at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So you mentioned to me earlier today that you feel like this is a prime time of year for people to be gossiping. Why do you think that? Well, one, I feel like you're around different groups of people closer to the holidays. Like you may be around more family members or different friends or you go home or, you know, wherever. Um, I also feel like there's a lot of like workplace gossip too around the holidays. I think social media plays a really big role into 
gossip in general, especially around like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, because everyone's sort of comparing themselves to everyone else. And everyone is more active, I feel, on social media around this time. There's a lot more like photos being taken. There's a lot more activities that are being participated in. And I feel like that just kind of leads or sets someone up for adding gossip naturally into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also you have family members who are like asking you about like your dating life or like just those kind of things where like, you know, that if you tell them something, it's going to ensue gossip within the family. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. And I feel like sometimes gossip just kind of naturally enters a conversation. Um, Cause it's just maybe so when it's like, about. yeah, or well, and you're not having to talk about yourself yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And a lot of people I think avoid that, especially in like family, like family situations or in like hometown friend situations or even workplace. Like a lot of times people want to redirect the focus onto something else. And I think sometimes too, um, when conversations feel very monotonous or like there's nothing really going on or you just kind of want to like spice up that conversation, that's where I feel like a lot of times people will lean into gossiping. Like, did sometimes you hear gossip can be good. Like sometimes it can be positive, but then sometimes it can be like what? Oh, did you hear about Betty Joe? <laughs> I just think of all the Southern grandmothers. <laughs> that's all I think about sitting on their front porch drinking their sweet tea. Did you hear yes. about Betty Joe and Darlene? Like, <laughs> yes. And I think, and I, and I do think that sometimes like, even if your own life, like maybe some, maybe it's not like nothing's really happening. Like, you know, you've oh. been through this big event for the year or you've done this, that, and the other, and you're kind of at like a low, low lying, like event, you know, life point gossip. I, because what else are you going to do? I literally was at my hair appointment <laughs> the other day and I like was running out of things to talk about. And so my hairdresser was like, I overheard her talking about some like drama and whatever with her friends. And she like started filling me in. I was like, she was like, started to dump all that on you. I was like, no, this is great. Like my life is so boring right now. <laughs> it's like, we literally like found out about like her whole like friends, like situation and dynamic when her friend's relationship. <laughs> and I don't even know her. I know. And I will say like, I also sometimes feel like I invite gossip into my life for that similar situation. Like nothing's really going on in my life and I'm just very nosy. Um, well, like, I love a good story. <laughs> and who doesn't? I mean, we all love gossip girl. Like we literally grew up watching drama. You're going to watch TV it shows. starting soon. Yeah, absolutely. Starting it back over once I get my HBO max back. Um, Cause I still haven't done that, but it's entertaining. It's, it's not always good though. Um, and I think sometimes like, while it may be entertaining, I feel like it almost brings on like a sense of anxiety or like, I don't know, like weird feeling for me. Like I like to participate in it, but then I sometimes feel guilty Mm -hmm. for participating Mm -hmm. in it, especially if it is more in the negative like context. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I wouldn't want someone having that same conversation about me. So I, ch- I think this year I'm going to try to limit gossip <laughs> and participating in gossip. <laughs> we will see how it goes. Um, <laughs> like I said, I live in a small town. I don't really have, you know, there's not really a lot going on. So, uh, it is incredibly entertaining for me. 
and I do try to be the I do try to be the like voice of reason, which I think is like some of the things that you need to consider when participating. Like, sure, what <laughs> what if you are the person go- person gossiping? Which I don't really know if I ever feel like I am gossiping. Maybe to you and to like Blaine. But I don't really feel like outside of that, I gossip. I was going to say, could to- bitch. I could totally be wrong. Like my, I bet my work bestie's like absolutely not Hannah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but I think I was like trying to do some research on like why people gossip and participating it and like ways to kind of decrease that. If you're gossiping, you're never gossiping about shit in your own life usually to a lot of people like, me oh yes. yeah no you're telling other people's gossip and repeating it to me that's what you're exactly. doing because because like i said earlier like it takes the attention off of my own issues um it takes the focus off of me um and like what's going on in my life i'll talk about my life and be like this is screwed up now i have to move out of my apartment in two days or you know whatever but like outside of that i'm not going to be like gossiping about what's happening and like in my personal life necessarily. Um, I think when I catch myself doing it, I would like to be able to like figure out why we're gossiping or like why I feel the desire to participate in and in it, or like what is the purpose of repeating the information that I heard? Cause a lot of times it's like, Somebody tells you something and then you have this knowledge and you're like, I need to also tell somebody else well, because see, this is a lot to carry so I just for, for myself. Me, I think for me, so I am the kind of person where if somebody tells me something and they absolutely do not want anyone else to know, I am good. I will hold that secret. That is not a problem for me. I am usually gossiping out of me not, it's somebody I, I don't like. Mm, and so more of like that's that's like it's your not jealousy reason. i'm not jealous at all i'm just irritated by them or something and yeah. i'm gossiping about that um or just so it's it's out of irritability <laughs> and annoyance irritability probably, or like you disrespected me or something to that extent yeah it's coming from more of us it's coming from a different place it's a frustration just like, it's i'm just outlet. gonna talk about Susie q yeah. Just for it, no reason. Yes. It's like yeah. an outlet for me in a way to kind of like vent about how stupid this person is or how annoying this person is or like listen to this fucked up thing that this person did that is so mm-hmm. stupid and like it's me putting down them person's character because I don't respect them as a person. Um, so, <laughs> but I, yeah, no, but I feel, everybody I feel does like that I, though. I was going to say, I feel like I also do that. Like, I feel like that is mainly when I am like, like calling you up and I'm like, Hey, listen to what just happened. And I was reading, um, and it said something really interesting on the internet. It was like giving yourself a set time limit for gossiping. So like, maybe that's like five to 10 minutes where you call up your best friend, you have the conversation, you finish it, you get it out of your system. And then, then you can focus your energy on something like more positive or something that's going to be more productive. Um, cause I feel like that is one of the biggest downfalls of like gossiping and continually talking about something that is bothering you is that you're giving so much of your energy and time to it that what is like, what good is it doing? I mean, I think it's good to talk about things that are upsetting to you. And I think it's good to talk about yeah. somebody who may have wronged you or who have, 
you know, because that's like the whole point of therapy, like talking about what's going on and, and explaining yeah, like, yeah, why you're feeling this way. However, I think if you give it too much energy, then I don't feel like you're ever going to be able to separate yourself from it. Like I feel like it becomes meshed into your like day or like ruins your whole day for no reason. So I really liked that. And I think that's something that I would like to try. Like if I do have something that happens and I'm like, oh, I can't believe this person did this or I can't believe this person said this to me. um, And that like is me participating in gossip, like trying to keep it more to like a five to 10 minute, like blah, like word vomit and then move on about my day. (laughs) Yeah. But we do know that we are both I mean, talkers, like, so <laughs> I feel I mean, like I go on and on and on and on and on and on about somebody. <laughs> Hi, welcome to our podcast where welcome, we talk. Welcome, welcome. Um, but I think, it, it, but I think this is an important thing to talk about, though, because I feel like, yeah, we're not the only people that struggle with feeling like you may be participating in something like gossip. Um, Because like I said, I feel like it naturally comes up in conversation or it may not really start from a place of negativity. It could just be like, did you see what so-and-so did at Christmas? I like that thought, I thought that was really cool, but I don't know. Anyways, what were you Mm going to say? Do you feel like you have like certain people that you always gossip to or is it like anybody that will listen? Oh no, I definitely have my like There's definitely two types of people I think when it comes to gossip. No, I definitely have my sad people that I will talk about things with yeah because I think that I'm very I'm very particular because I don't ever want it to come across that I am like like I just talk shit or I'm like super negative person or I like don't know how to let things go um I have my set people that I will like vent to a lot of times it's just me venting um but outside of that I typically won't involve other people in that and if that person doesn't want to talk about it or like doesn't have the space like you've told me before like I don't have the I don't have the space for this conversation like we can talk about this later cool like that's why I've got like one or two people and then Blaine who just has to hear the brunt of everything (laughs) um he really has no choice sorry um because I literally see him every day like I'm just like let me like word vomit to you really fast or like this is what happened at work or this is what happened on the way home like or this person cut me off and I'm really mad about it um but I think also and I I'm not saying I'm not bringing this to attention because I don't appreciate it I really don't give a fuck what you tell your husband do whatever you want but like um like it doesn't bother me I trust him I love him he's great um but like I mean like I feel like something will happen like within my life and then you'll go and tell him and everything and I think like with him I don't care and everything but if it was something where you're like telling like uh, it's Susie Q at the nail salon or something like it's like okay I don't think any everybody in Winston-Salem North Carolina knowing about my breakup or whatever it may be and everything right right yeah because I think that's yeah. when it comes into that unnatural, unhealthy gossip. It's just like, listen to what happened to this other person. And like, it has no direct correlation to me whatsoever. Um, I'm not in the story involved at all kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I definitely. think that that's when it becomes more negative and the boundaries of it kind of get more blurred in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think when blurred boundaries occur, like we really... It's, it's not because it's usually because we're not explicitly clear about something or what we expect from the other person. And so that's when someone usually tells me that they're like, please, like, don't tell anybody. Like, I won't genuinely tell a single person. I won't even tell you. Oh, yeah. 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 Depending on the, especially if it's like a severe thing. Like, if someone tells me that they 
killed a person. I haven't had anybody ever do that. Um, Hope I don't not. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not surrounding yourself with those kind of humans. <laughs> yeah, you know, just Jack the Ripper and I are besties like that. Um, yeah. But, like, is something, like, serious and, like, they, yeah. they cheated on their, like, partner or something. Mm-hmm. Or they... Um, you know, or something about their family, like one of their family yes. members is sick and they don't want anyone to know or, yes. you know, anything like that. Absolutely uh-huh. going to respect yes. you. Like I've had, I've had coworkers tell me things and they're like, please don't say anything like, or I've only told this person and this person. So like, please don't say anything outside of that. And I respect that 100% because if it were, if the tables were turned and I asked somebody not to say something, I would really hope they would also respect that. Absolutely. Um, People tell me things that I don't tell Blaine. I don't tell Blaine everything. He doesn't yeah. need to know everything. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. No, if like- you're like, no, 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 I know you are. Because you'll, cause you'll be like, can you ask Blaine's opinion about what so-and-so said to me? And how would he respond? And I'm like, yeah. And then he'll, like, give me a response. And I'm like, this is a total Blaine response. Like, this is all you're going to get. <laughs> Oh, that didn't help me at all. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, this is not helpful. Or, like, you say that, and I'm like, there's no point asking. (laughs) You're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask him. And, like, "Mm, no. No, but I, no, I agree. I I definitely agree with that. And I think that's kind of where we as human beings have to be more explicit. And, like, if I am telling you something and I don't want it to be discussed with anyone else, then, like, you just have to say that up front. And, and if that person's your true friend, then I don't think that they will overstep that boundary. And you definitely, like, when you're setting those boundaries, like, don't ever apologize when setting, like, it's, you're setting a boundary. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, like, take, don't say you're sorry for doing it. Don't allow people to get away with violating your boundaries, not even one time. Like, stay tried and true to that. And, like, if someone crosses your boundary and crosses a line with you, like, don't allow them to continuously do it because they're just going to continue to take advantage of it because they're going to see that you are not going to uphold it and you're not going to police that boundary I guess is a better way of saying it so they yeah. can kind of get away with it yeah um, and like you're not and if you and if you let them if you let them violate it then you're not like it's just words at that point like there's no action that's following exactly like, so you have to kind of like you have to stay true to like what you want when you're setting that boundary exactly and if you can also just stay away from giving too much excuses as like the who, what, when, where, why, how kind of thing around the boundaries. Just stick to the OG statement. You don't have to explain yourself. Like, it just be like, hey, like, I don't want this being engaged with anybody else. I don't want this getting around. I just need to tell you like as a person. Or, hey, like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear about Meredith's affair or whatever. Like, I just really don't want that energy around me. And I think people would totally understand that and totally think that that is fine. Like, if somebody told me that they didn't want to have to hear that drama, or if I, I feel like you ever told me that or anything like that, like, I'd be like, no, totally fine. Like, you, whatever, do your thing. And it's not going it, to, it's not, the, the intent is not to make the other person who's spreading the gossip make them feel bad or anything. It's just right. your own mental health and your own headspace and everything. It's not the appropriate time or place to do that so people have to respect that and if they're not going to then maybe you shouldn't consider them in your life but I think it's hard like what is the verbiage for that look like usually I think people often kind of like are like how do I say that without sending like a yeah. complete bitch <laughs> yeah and I think I think that's kind of the hard part because I think sometimes the verbiage that's used around telling people your boundary can be can come off that way even if you don't intend it to come mm-hmm. off that way so like coming at it with a more like positive or like, ha- like happier 
I don't know, voice. Because <laughs> um, there's days where I really don't want to hear about it. Like somebody will come to tell me something and I'm like, honestly, I don't really have an opinion on that matter. Like, or I really don't have the time or the space to like really discuss that. Like it's really none of my business. Like that's a good way not to my monkeys, just be not like, my circus. Yeah, like it, it's not really my business, and I, I and right now, like I don't have the time or the energy or the space to like have this conversation. Um, or if you want to come at it from like this person has come to you and they're gossiping, gossiping, and they're complaining and they're doing this, like taking, like trying trying to turn the tables a little bit and like redirect them into a more productive conversation to find a solution by saying something like why don't I sit here and like help you have the conver- like help you formulate a conversation to have with them? Like, let me try to help you be more productive in this moment. Um, I think that person that's gossiping will let you know very clearly if that's not what they're searching. Like if they're just searching for like someone to listen as they vent or if they are actually trying to find a solution. Um, Cause sometimes, sometimes I feel like people gossip with the hope that somebody else will help them try to figure out how to, like fix the situation tackle um the issue mm -hmm. yeah 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 so I feel like those are I feel like those are good ones and I feel like when you make it more about yourself and why you don't want to participate in it like the I don't have space for this or I don't really have an opinion in this or it's not really any of my business then I think that is a clear boundary that that person who is gossiping or have trying to get you to participate will respect and understand totally um because like that like you said it's kind of like you taking care of your mental health in that moment um and a lot of like people don't really disrespect that um for the most part so. yeah i mean they're like your friend or whatever they like, yeah God and if they do then maybe you need to have that conversation you know um and like i don't know maybe like try to divide that friendship a little just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit just, just like a smidgen um but yeah. I think these are also things that can kind of cross over to social media. I mean, this is something that me and you have talked about a plethora of times, which is, you know, social media is like kind of like an ideal platform for gossip. Uh, you see everybody's posting their highlight reel for one. No one's posting like the negative shit on their Instagram. And it is Some definitely. Some people be doing that a little bit more now. Some people do post the like them upset or having a hard day which i do appreciate but sometimes i don't know the intention behind it mm -hmm. i can't read mm -hmm. the intention mm -hmm. but then also that's me like speculating their entire life but i feel like that is social media like you you're posting you're posting things and so i don't know i have a weird no like, yeah, I, I don't it. feel like i don't feel like gossip or bullying or anything should ever happen period um, and I hate when people are like, well, they post their whole life on social media, so they should expect it. And I'm like, that literally, I, that like boils my skin because it's like, no one should mm -hmm. speak that way to anybody. Um, so anyways, that's just a side note. I was watching somebody's vlog and they were talking about that. And I was like, that's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous that people think that. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Um, and it's just. It's a breeding ground for that kind of stuff, like social media can be. And I think that's one reason why a lot of people start to take time away from social media. And I think that's a great thing. Like, I've really done a great job, I think, in my personal life with drawing boundaries with social media, specifically since I now have a job in social media. But 
I think that if you want to be able to create a safer, more neutral space around your social media, I have a couple boundaries. I think that'd be great. And one of them is limiting notifications. I was with somebody the other day who was so shocked that I don't have any notifications on. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I don't keep notifications on, on my Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I think the only notifications I have on, besides Uber Eats and Postmates, because I need to know my food's delivered, uh, yes. and that's not social media, I get text messages. But sometimes I will turn, I, you, I use the crap out of that Do Not Disturb button and all the different features that are with it. Oh, I have been using it so much during my work week, and it has literally changed my life. And there's sometimes, too, like, so I have different forms because most of the time with Do Not Disturb and your text message threads, it will show up that someone has a notification silenced. Yesterday, no, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, I was so overwhelmed. I was running late to a friend's party and, kid you not, had 13 different people all of a sudden decided to text me all at the same time and like y'all don't ever hit me up that much like I was like why is everyone hit me up right now at this very moment and I didn't want people to think that I was turning on do not disturb because I didn't want to have to talk to them I don't because no one knew that 13 people were texting me at the same time so I put on my Mm -hmm. personal one my personal do not disturb does the same thing as do not disturb for me however it doesn't allow it doesn't tell people in my text message threads that my notifications are silent because I don't want, that's what I use that when I don't want people to think I'm ignoring them. I just personally am getting annoyed with seeing my phone constantly light up because I have that like response drilled into my head that, Oh, notification reply now. Like I, Mm -hmm. I cannot draw a boundary with that in my head. So I have to turn turn on Do Not Disturb in order to create that boundary. So I don't see that little badge icon pop up. Also, on my Mm -hmm. email, one, I don't have my work email on my phone. Neither do I. And it is the best best decision ever. We'll never do that. But I turned the notifications off on the email app. So the email app. It's mm-hmm. one my per, it's my personal email. I have to, I have two. I have the professional one and I have my personal. My professional one's also on that app too. And it's also where that whole mail app is where I get all like my, my store emails sent to. Mm-hmm. I get also my writing email stuff sent to. So it's I haven't cleared it out in forever because I get so much junk mail sent to it. There's like over a thousand emails and seeing that little thousand red thing was just so negative for me that like it overwhelmed me because I couldn't go through all that inbox and clear it out so you know what I was like screw it get rid of that notification I don't want to know when there's a new email because I used to religiously open my phone first thing I would do is hit that email thing first thing I turned yeah and I was like no I can't I was trying to sit here and think I think the I also had the be real notification turned on that was that was yeah that was the only one I was gonna say was be real and um, my messages. Everything else is uh, no notifications. I think. I'm pretty sure everything else. I do have my Gmail um, set up just because my Gmail is connected to this podcast. And um, I need to know when certain guests like email us and stuff. So it's not like a very active email to where I am constantly being like... yeah annoyed mine with my email i have it to where it tells me like the number of emails i have but it doesn't like give me the banner where it said like 
on like if my phone so is So you locked, still get the red dot. You still get the badge. I still, but you don't I get, the still get the badge. I don't get either one of them. But it's only I think it only happens No, it no it's it's always on because I do my personal email has a lot of different like things that people send. Um and then I also have our podcast email. So I do check I do check my email pretty religiously. I just yeah. can't help it. Um, so I have so my the mail app on my phone is my personal email that I'm writing mm-hmm. and it's my shopping email. Um, that one I don't have any notifications for at all. My Gmail mm-hmm. app is for my film email address, um, my influencer email address, and our podcast. That oh, one. Okay. I don't so you have, have the, the Gmail app where you don't have one. the... But do you get the num- the number icon? I don't get the number icon, but okay. I get the banner notifications because this one does not. Ah. That one does not get as many emails as gotcha. the one in like, my email app because yeah. I use that one for everything. For everything. For my yeah, Gmail, I only have fair. it for select things, so I'm never getting overwhelmed with it. And you're like, Emily, why don't you have your personal email connected to a Gmail? It's because Elise at gmail.com was taken, okay? I couldn't get it for some <laughs> fucking reason. I don't know who the hell has Elise at gmail.com, but if you're listening, please give it to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, so so like my mail app is my personal email and our podcast. So like any unread messages that are on our podcast show up on my numbers on my mail app. Um, which is fine. Like I, I, at one point I would not have been able to deal with it and I would have had to read them all. Um, but if I read them and you need to also read them, like it's fine. Um, but like I the used one to, email? I used to freak out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh, better on read that. <laughs> Didn't read that first. Um, but, um, so the numbers don't bother me as much anymore because there's nothing coming on my phone when it's locked. And the, like ba- the banner thing was just uh. like absolutely driving see, me insane the banner thing drives me insane but seeing that number is dread to me the number the number doesn't bother me because i know which emails haven't been responded to I'm um sure so you it also, does do force have, me to like, go thousands back. of emails in your email app though no there's 16 yes yeah, see that's and more like eight doable. eight are our podcast that's more doable so, than a thousand yeah like, no, no 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 i'd never let it get there um i did once i, I accidentally did accidentally did and I, it was so overwhelming to go through and delete all of them. Yeah. So. Well, and I feel like right now, especially in this time that we're about to enter with all of the holidays coming up, like all of the stores are like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like here's this, get this, discounts here, it. discounts there. So it's like very overwhelming. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Hey, do you have any um, screen time limits on your apps? Because that's also an advice that I have for some people is like... I so, have looked at how much time I've spent on TikTok before, and it's very unhealthy. And I have debated in the new year, like setting that boundary by not um, by having like a certain like screen time limit on apps. So I tried that for mm-hmm. several months, um, and I just kept clicking past the like thing that comes up, and it's like you have reached your screen time limit. Like, and it like let you still go into the app if you choose to do that. Uh-huh. Um, but I also do a little bit of social media for my job. And most of the time when I'm able to do it is at night. Um, so I don't like in some of the things that we do a lot of reels. So it takes a lot of time. And then I use up all of my time 
on my job and didn't get to like watch TikTok the way that I wanted to. Um, so I, they, they didn't work for me is what I'm getting to, but my screen time has been down recently. Say, do me a favor. Go Anyways. into your screen time. Oh, you want to look at it right now? Oh, tell me what, dang, tell me what your week is. Tell me what your week is. Okay, Not your day, your me, week. Hold on. Let me find my screen. Guarantee that screen I've spent more time, time on it. How do you, where? Oh, Okay. How do you find the week? Okay, so my daily see, average is see not what all you activity. Want. See all activity, and then okay. it'll have day and week. Oh, okay. What's your week? It still says daily average. Total screen time. Yeah, is that what I'm looking a- at? Yeah, your daily average. <laughs> Tell me. 36 hours and 18 minutes. Oh, total screen time? I wasn't thinking about total screen I was looking oh. at daily average. Oh, daily average Mine's for the still week. still more. Mine's yeah. five hours and 11 minutes. And what was your total screen time this week? 36 hours. Mine's still more. What is yours? My total screen time is 46 hours and 19 minutes. And then my daily average is six hours and 37 minutes. Well, I'll tell you right now, it it includes messages. Yes, So true. there you go. But also, I spend like 10 hours on TikTok a week. I spent 10 hours, <laughs> 10 hours, nine hours, nine hours on Instagram. But you and work seven hours media on TikTok. and you use your phone, correct? Yes, I have to post reels on my Instagram. Right. You can't right. schedule those. So, yeah. but I will say my average was down 8% from last week. So that's good. Mine was down 25% right? from last week. Oh, and it's interesting because it tells you like, okay, 22 hours was on social, three hours was entertainment, probably YouTube, because I watch YouTube when I work out, and then productivity and finance was two hours because I religiously am checking my bank app. (laughs) Girl, you have problems. (laughs) I log into my bank account at least once a day. That's my... Draw a boundary um, with that. Please that is my toxic that. trait. That Please is my toxic trait. Draw a boundary with that girl in the new year. You need a new that, boundary. Trust that there's money in there. Like that why is are you my toxic. That is my toxic. I don't know. There's a ton of money in there. So why, I don't know why, I'm why are you double checking that? Like I think sometimes I'm just like maybe I'm gonna get five hundred dollars put in no. by the magic by my fairy no, I don't know. It's it's always been a problem for me. I'm very like I need to know exactly like what's in there. It's my toxic trait, and I will own up to it. Do you it. know um, your it exact, is what it is? Do you know your exact balance right now without looking at your phone? Um, I could be pretty much close to it. No, I don't know what mine is. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I know there's money in there though. I'm not worried about it. There's money yeah. in there. I'm not stressed about what it is. Yeah, I I know there's money in there. Like I don't I don't know where the I don't know where I think it's literally just like fine motor like i've done it so much it's just a problem we need to hide that app from you we need to hide. Um, it's on like the second or actually it might be on the first page we need to hide i'm not that. sure i organized no, your phone that gives for me you. anxiety oh no it's on the second page you're correct i'll say i you're, organized you're your phone for you yeah, yeah i have to swipe to get to it and i still do that so anyways yeah so maybe that'll be a boundary for myself check but it like once a week <laughs> one thing i've also heard before too and this was something i did when i was doing youtube like full-time kind of thing was having mm-hmm. screen-free evenings because I think when your career's in social media and your career's like on the, you're like digitally it's so easy to keep doing it after a certain time even if you're, you don't think you're working you're working like answering emails all that kind of stuff so um after 8 p.m I was like screen-free like I'm not going to go on any social media I'm not going to be on YouTube I wasn't going to be on Instagram or anything like that like I really was like I just need to have that break I need to have that de- that deadline that hard deadline where I'm not going to get 
on these apps because even if I don't think I'm working, I'm passively working because I go on TikTok and I'm like, oh, like this is a cool trend idea I can do. It's still work. Um, Mm -hmm. So just trying to draw that and like, you know, I want to watch a movie. Let's not have my phone with me while I'm watching this movie. Like, let's put the phone in your bedroom, go watch a movie in the living room. Eat, you can eat your dinner if you want to, like, while you're doing that. Like, do that thing. But, like, don't also be on Instagram while you're watching a movie. Because it gets on my nerves. Even when my mom does that, it gets so annoying. Because I'm like, watch the movie. Like, I'm watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Don't get on your phone. Um, so, trying to do that. Um, avoiding use social media use an hour before bedtime and not scrolling through social media while in bed because it doesn't allow your brain to kind of relax and decompress. Like you're, I am so bad with doing this because I'm like, oh, I, I do got, this all the time. I wake I'm up like, and read. I didn't tw- get to look. I didn't get to do. Yeah, I wake up and look at Twitter like it's the fucking newspaper. Yeah, and then I see something that pisses me off, or like I see someone say something dumb, and I'm like, Ugh. and then it ruins my night. I mean, yeah. So yeah. no, I will say back to your screen free evenings and like taking breaks. Like when I was when we were on our honeymoon, I left my phone in the um our room like multiple times. Um we just like weren't on our phones and it was so nice. Oh, you didn't like, show up on so... your wedding that you didn't like look at your phone at all. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, I think I may have just like a couple times at the reception. I think I did like a be real. Yeah. And that That's was fine. it. Like I really didn't have my phone at all. Like once the, like once we were like really getting going, um, and it was just really nice, like to just not have to feel like I needed, like even on our honeymoon, like I feel like we took a lot of pictures, like when we did things, um, but I wasn't on social media. Like I wasn't posting that every, like I didn't feel the need to post every single thing that we were doing on our honeymoon. Like I did do a couple stories and stuff like here and there, but like, it wasn't like, I'm going to post my breakfast and I'm going to post this walk and then we're going to do this. And I just didn't feel that pressure or that need to like, let everyone be on my honeymoon with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just nice. And I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I had to respond to anybody. I did. I should have just not texted anybody all week, which would have been nice, but I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. So um Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think I definitely recommend it if you can do it. Like even yes. if like you said, just for the evening. Um like eight that's really nice. Eight PM. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not get on it. Um mm-hmm. also deciding which counts to follow. Like if you're hate following somebody or like somebody annoys you and you're following them and it's just like if they're bringing you down and like not contributing to like a positive mindset, why are you following them? Like I used to do that. There used to be people from high school I would follow and like I feel like obligatory I guess to follow them because we were like in friends in high school and like I would get annoyed by their post. I'm like, why am I following this account? Like I, mm-hmm. I I don't care about their life. I don't want to know about their life. Like I only yeah. it only makes me jealous or FOMO or whatever. And it's just yeah. so I stopped following those accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes with those kind of things, I'll fi- I'm like, I've got like one reason that I'm still following them. Like, oh, I really like their ideas about this or, oh, I really like their posts about this. And then I'm like, 95% of your posts irritate me. I'm going to unfollow you. Like that 1%, that 5% of what you do that I like is not worth it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I find myself doing that too. Or like I'll get suckered into reading all their comments of like people who are like, hating back and forth and then i'm like mm-hmm. wow this is putting me in such a like a negative headspace for mm-hmm. no reason like mm-hmm. i don't even know these people like personally so yeah but yeah i i think that is a great way to start with minimizing the gossip in your life 
is by taking more control over the social media content that you consume and really organizing how you want information to be received to you. So if that is something where you're like, I really just, you don't like Twitter. So like you just deleted your Twitter account. I literally don't like Twitter. I tried to go back on Twitter, like probably well, like. Don't know because Elon Musk is two or three months. fucking thing. Yeah. No, it was like two or three months ago. I like re-downloaded it. And I think I like tweeted like one thing and then I was like, and I don't remember why I ever liked this app. Because I used to use it like as a very much like, um, <laughs> I used to write like really like um like song lyrics to like describe how I was feeling in the moment it was very like you also tried would to, update I tried with, to like, be like going to B's house I'm like no one fucking cares Hannah poetic <laughs> like I tried to be like here's where I like tell everyone that like my heart is broken and then I would like and then it became like I'm sharing all of my like YouTube videos and then I was like I literally have no purpose to be on here mm-hmm. it was like back when back when it first came out, like how we all used to update our statuses on Facebook. And we were like, going to the movies, then shopping. Text me. I'm looking <laughs> at your Twitter just... now. Let's look and see what <laughs> Hannah used to tweet. And then Bert, let's, gossip this is not about, what, let's gossip about my Twitter. <laughs> this is not what Twitter is now. And it's just so funny to see this. Like, wait, my okay, is wait, are, s- are these like from like forever ago? Like, what are the, what, wait, which account are you on? Because I have two Twitters. Did you know that? Yes, I did. The it's Hannah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's go. Um, what's what's what was I tweeting back my in the day? My BF is probably sick of me telling him how freaking cute his dog is. Ew. Then you just randomly tweeted, "LOL, you suck." <laughs> See that? What was no, that? Wait, what was it on, called? On, wait, wait, on. wait. What was it called? Subtweeting? Yeah. Yes, that's what I, that's what I, that was my, that's bad. I was a bad human. When your own lyrics make you cry, it's like perfectly captured that emotion. (laughs) Wow, way to make fun of me. You're gossiping. (laughs) My head is pounding from throwing up. The stomach bug is in full force and I'm over it. Yeah, I know. I I just adore my bee. (laughs) Blame. No one cares. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like this one b bought me a vodka shot on saturday and i looked at him cackled and said that's all yours baby needless to say he took one for the team hashtag say no to vodka <laughs> wait we should have just had an entire episode reading my tweets i talked to my the, b- this is the content i talked to my b on the phone today for an hour while i was running errands after work and he stops mid conversation to say that he's so happy we are where we are today my heart just melted a bit Oh, I'm glad we got married because that would have been so cringe to look back on. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, here's my Twitter account. <laughs> Coming to terms with the fact that Harry Styles is indeed a real person, not some man that I made up in my head. <laughs> um, am, I, am I a fan of the White Lotus? Absolutely not. Would I let Theo James spit in my mouth? Name a time and place. <laughs> well i will just i will just blame all of that on the fact that it was in like 2018 2019 so i was literally a child fair Fair. i think twitter was different in that space than it is i feel like it was like i don't even i honestly would not even know how to use twitter now 
Like, I don't know what people tweet. Like, I don't know the its purpose. Thoughts in their head. I, funny. Th- funny. That's what I'm on. That's the I side of my own. It's funny. I think it's, I think it's more, like, comedic things and then, like, people see it and retweet it and yada yada. Like, it's more of a, like, comedic. It's dark humor, for sure. Yes. For sure, for sure. Yes. Because um, I'm, I'm looking at the my music one right now, and I tweeted, I don't even know, like our podcast, and then like my music video. Yeah. Retweeted so, Taylor. Like, it's a different space know. now, but it's... Yeah, like, and I have no idea. But like, I, again, like, it's just, I don't like Twitter, and so I just don't do it. Like, it's on my it's phone. like, I am a writer, and there's a strong writer community on Twitter, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm on there. I think I would like it better if I could get in with the, like, other songwriters and, like, see what they're doing. But as of right now, mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing when mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter. So I just mm-hmm. avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it, there's different boundaries for different things. And I think that's totally fine. You just have to figure out, like, what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And if gossip and these public forum websites like Twitter don't serve you, then there's no reason to have them in the life. Don't feel obliged to have them. And I think right. also making sure that the time and the energy that you're spending on these apps and around these people is also limited if you feel yourself more emotionally drained than more emotionally hyped after you leave them. Yes, like trying to figure out which actually feels like a more positive space to be in versus negative. Like if you're yeah. always, if you get off of something, get off an app and you constantly feel like negativity or like irritated or just not good energy, then maybe that's the one that needs to go first. Like maybe mm-hmm. that's the one that you need to take the time Facebook away from first. being one for me. I can't delete it because I need it for my job, but Same. I don't ever get on the app. I post photos for my extended family and I get on for work. Outside of that, I'm like, Facebook is a nightmare and I hate everything about it. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a great survival tip. I I, I want to use that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just making sure like what the energy serves you and what doesn't serve you and just being cognizant of that. So yeah. I really liked this episode. I think that this is something that where it's like I have such codependency like with notifications and with social media that I definitely feel like I've done a great job this year with drawing boundaries and drawing lines with that. So I hope that you gals are able to kind of like take those notes and apply them to your own daily lives and routines. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.